For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment, incredible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am Tom Barton. Everybody, we are in the dog days of summer, or so we're entering the dog days of summer, which for a lot of sports bettors means a time to not make money. And I can't argue enough against that. Guys, we're going to talk about today where we could find some good baseball money. And if you don't love to bet big numbers with teams, no problem. I really want to give a good in-depth look at the totals today. Sportsgarden.com is where you can check us out. Sportsgarden, G-A-R-T-E-N, over on Facebook, over on Twitter. Sportsgarden is the place to be. Make sure that you write us. I love to get interactive with everybody out there. So I love to, to kind of answer everything on my own. Make sure that if you do write us, we can uh, always have a name or an attachment. I could talk about, talk about it on the air where we really are driving the show and we are really having a conversation during the show. So somebody asked me about this, uh, this topic, specific topic. And I knew it would be coming up. Somebody asked me about this about three weeks ago. Dave wrote in to Sports Garden over on Facebook. And he had asked me, hey, guys, you know, when are you going to start talking about Major League Baseball totals? Because it is, look, there is a giant downtrend in Major League Baseball totals. So I do want to get into that today. And let's have the conversation where we can make a little bit of money. Because the over-unders do make some sense. The over-unders, though, can throw people off. First of all, th think about this. To be a winning professional sports better, you have to hit 53%. Now, don't get me into the, the, the decimals and everything. You got to hit 53%. The reality is to really, you know, make some good coin in this game, you got to hit about 55%. And and some of the, uh, basically the best in the business are hitting about 55%. You got to hit about 55%. The best over under percentage in the league for overs, 56.8%. 56.8. Now, the unders are a little bit different, and we'll we'll get into that. So let's look at the top team in the league at giving you overs. Philadelphia Phillies, number one team. Cincinnati right after them. The Mets after them. Toronto, Atlanta, Milwaukee, St. Louis. That's it, guys. There are seven teams that are making you money, and I would argue that Milwaukee and St. Louis really aren't. They're uh, they're at 52.8 and 52.7 percentage. So they're not really. And then even if you want to go with Atlanta and Toronto, um, you know, both at 53%, I'm not sure. I would say that there are, I, I would feel confident saying that there are five teams in the league that might make you money. There are really only three over teams in the league making you money. This is an under year. And you could see the under. You could see the, the absolute percentages of unders. But let's look at these. We'll look at these these teams here. First of all, the Philadelphia Phillies, number one team to the over. A little surprising, right? A little surprising because they have good pitchers. 
Aaron Nola is a good pitcher. Zach Wheeler is a good pitcher. A little surprising because Philadelphia doesn't have the greatest hitting. I mean, you know, Bryce Harper goes down and they're, they're saying sell the team. This is a weird anomaly. Or is it? Because Philadelphia is now on their third closer this year. Philadelphia's Corey Knable had been pulled out of the game, um, and now he's lost his closer's role. Brad Hand tried his role there. He's having an effective year. I don't think he's really the closer. Uh, for whatever reason, they don't want to give Dominguez the job. So it's Philadelphia's bullpen that's really a problem, and Philadelphia hits in bunches. So when Schwarber and Castilla, uh, Castellanos and Harper get hot, well, they, they hit in bunches. I look at this and I go, I can't see this sustaining. I don't think Philadelphia is going to continue to be an over team, specifically without Bryce Harper. But the prices, I've looked back at the prices, and the prices really haven't adjusted. So you might be able to make a little bit more of money here on the under on Philly, kind of coming back to the norm. Cincinnati's number two. This makes much more sense, doesn't it? Cincinnati is a team that has some weapons offensively. Uh, they have a terrible bullpen. You Name the closer right now. It's Hunter Strickland, and he's got a 1-5 whip, okay? He was named the closer uh, three, four days ago, and he's got a 1-5 whip. Why? Because Sims is out and Diaz is out. I mean, this collection of bullpen is ridiculous, and their starting pitching isn't very good and also doesn't go deep into games. There's a reason why Cincinnati and everybody's calling up for Luis Castillo because your season's over and you're probably in a big rebuild, so give us who you can. Cincinnati, though, right now is the number two team as far as overs go. I love betting Cincy overs. I've been betting them all year. Cincy overs are fantastic. Do I think the trend continues? That's the big question. Yeah, I absolutely do. I still think their bullpen's a mess. I think putting Hunter Strickland out there with a 1.5 ERA, a uh, 1.5 whip, uh, and an over four ERA is going to bite them at the back end of the bullpen. Now, their bullpen guys are getting healthy. I heard Diaz is coming back this week. I get that their bullpen can kind of stabilize here, but overall, since the overs are going to continue to be the thing, since the overs are going to continue to rule the day, I like that. And then the Mets overs, and this is the one I kind of wanted to dig into. The Mets overs are unusual. The New York Mets obviously have Pete Alonso in the middle of the lineup, uh, while Lindor doesn't have great across-the-board numbers. His RBIs are off the charts. His runs are, are just absolutely fantastic. So they have a couple of dangerous guys in the lineup. The reason why the Mets have the over is leaning on that offense, sure. But I also believe that people look at the New York Mets and they overrate a lot of these pitchers. Now, Scherzer's been injured. DeGrom hasn't come back yet. But even a guy like Taiwan Walker, he pitches effectively and then gives it over to the bullpen. It's not great. Chris Bassett, they brought in. He's got a little over a four ERA. All right, that's okay. Guys like Trevor Williams have had to pitch for them. Carlos Carrasco, they're all okay. And being okay, I mean, what are you asking for okay? They're going to give you five, six innings, give up three runs. I mean, that that's what they're going to do. Now, if the Mets are out there scoring, four or five runs a game, and you know, the bullpen gives up. Now, all of a sudden, you get a nine-run game. So the Mets make sense. I think the Mets will continue until Scherzer and DeGrom get back. I think the Mets are going to continue to be an over team. The other teams are Toronto, the obvious over. Their pitching is weaker than we've seen in years, and their hitting is just dynamic. Atlanta, same thing. Their pitching is not getting it done, but their offense is clicking. Milwaukee is extremely surprising as an over team, uh, but I, I'm counting that with just because of all their injuries. Now, Woodruff's back now. Uh, you add him with Burns. Peralta probably won't be back until September, but Ashby is coming back. I, I think Milwaukee turns around and becomes a, an under team real soon. And St. Louis, the same thing. 
St. Louis's offense is off the charts. Paul Goldschmidt is absolutely just going going nuts. Uh, I think a lot of that has to come back to, down to earth, and I think their pitching will get better as the summer goes on. How about unders, though? And this is where it gets interesting because 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 teams are making you money betting on unders this year. Now, I don't really want to include Texas at 59.2. I don't really want to include Baltimore, who's gotten spectacular bullpen pitching. I mean, two or three guys in their bullpen have under two ERAs. They're spectacular in their bullpen. I'm not going to really include them, but I do want to mention, I think that Baltimore stays under them. Tampa Bay, barely at 53.6. I'm not including them for an under. The Yankees, we know how great their staff is going to be. That Yankee team is not going to stay under, guys. Tyon looked bad this week in the early innings and then kind of settled down. It was against Oakland. It was at home. I don't expect Jamison Tyon to be this good. I think Luis Severino is going to come back to earth a little bit as the innings start catching up with him. Jordan Montgomery didn't look great this week early on as well. They're going to start to stumble a little bit. The Yankees hitting is just absolutely on fire. Stanton's going to have the <laughs> the quietest 40 home run season ever. So I think that they're a team uh, on the other side of this thing. Oakland, same thing. Oakland's been a lot of unders. Why? Well, because of Cole Irvin. He's been pitching really well. Paul Blackburn. I don't expect these guys to be on the team. Montas, San Diego, and Los Angeles are both under 55%. I could see that lasting. So teams over 55%. Boston as an under team. Okay, I get it. Their hitting has been kind of uh, disappointing. I don't want to say totally. They've gotten great, great contributions from unusual sources in that bullpen. Boston, again, I think that they're going to eventually be an over team. Arizona. Arizona does not have good frontline pitching, but their hitting can't get out of their own way. They're going to start bringing up some youngsters. They're going to start to play more over games. I don't think that lasts. Pittsburgh, this is unusual. The 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 Pirates being at 56% towards the under is a little unusual. And you can say, Tom, that lineup is terrible. But their pitching is atrocious. Or should it have been? I mean, Contreras looks really good. There are spurts where Brubacher looks good. They do have a very good bullpen. But look at this for the next week. Um, their bullpen is now injured. Okay, Bednar went down. Their starting pitching is kind of starting to come back to earth, right? Jose Quintana is not a, a two ERA type of guy. I think Pittsburgh could start getting some overs. And I do like their hitting, by the way. Diego Castillo is batting like 180, but he's got eight home runs. Um, they brought up O'Neill Cruz. He should give a boost to everybody. Kebron Hayes is a good, solid player. Brian Reynolds went nuts with three home runs this week. I think Pittsburgh's a good over-better team. The Dodgers, they are at 56%, 56% to the under. That makes a lot of sense. The Dodgers' hitters are scrapping. Their pitching is still pretty effective, and this is without Walker Bueller. And then the two teams that are making us the most money on the unders are good, solid under teams. I mean, very solid under teams. We're talking about all these other teams, 55 56%. Detroit, 63% to the under. <clears throat> That's a big number. I think people are shocked that Tarek Skubal is as good as he is. I think people are shocked that a bullpen with Will Vest and Chafin and Soto closing it out and, uh, and Alex Lang. I think people don't know those names. The Detroit bullpen's rather good. Their numbers are fantastic this year. And Fulmer, I can't mention him. Uh, can't forget to mention him. The Detroit Tigers bullpen is absolutely loaded this year. And they're pitching effectively well. Their starters are keeping them in the game. And then on the other side, look, you have the youngsters are struggling. I know Riley Green came up hitting the ground running, and he's he's looking really good. He's got no power so far this year. You look at um, 
you know, Torkelson has just been atrocious since coming up. I think he turns it on eventually. But I still think that I can bank on Detroit being an under team from here on out because of the bullpen that no one's talking about because of a bullpen that nobody's giving credit to, but because of a bullpen that really is effectively well. They're playing really well. And I do think that that is the main component there. And then the biggest under team is a solid 66%. The best team to bet on, if you're betting on a total, is the Houston Astros. Houston Astros hitting over 66% to the under. And you go, well, why is that? It is shocking when you have guys like Altuve and Bregman and Jordan Alvarez crushing the ball and, and Tucker. It's a little surprising. But you go and you look at their starting pitching, it's been fantastic. I mean, Verlander is the obvious name, but he's going to get a lot of unders no matter what. And it doesn't matter what number you said. He pitched against the Mets this week. The number was six and a half out there in a lot of places. It was a flat three for the first five innings, and he pitched a shutout, two nothing. So that you can you could know that the prices are going to be bad, and you can still get the under. So I think that Houston comes back to earth. They're not going to last at sixty six percent, but in the short term, without Jordan Alvarez, I could see this lasting or going up. Detroit, Detroit's the team I'd be betting on. I still think that they stay in this range. I think that Pittsburgh is a good bet against. I, there's no way that they're going to be an under-teamed at 56% when the season ends. I would start betting some Pittsburgh overs. That makes a lot of sense. I think the Yankee overs are going to start coming in, although it's an elevated line. I think that that's a, a good team to sort of target. And I do think that the Milwaukee unders are probably a good team to target, and you want to kind of stay with Cincinnati, when you're talking about totals and you're talking about what are we looking at in the short term and in the long term. Long term, a lot of these numbers are going to adjust. Long term, I don't think we're going to have anybody at 66% on an over-under. But short term, we are talking about this week and we're talking about pitching matchups and whatnot. Guys, short term matters as well. So pay attention to that. All right, guys. So that uh, goes to show you, look, there are times to make money and this is one of the times. Don't let just your calendar sit there jump in the pool go to your barbecue in the beach and just wait for football season totals are the way to be in major league baseball hope i laid it out a pretty good plan for you for the next week or so i'm not gonna be back until next week so everybody enjoy the extended weekend enjoy your fourth of july have a very good day everybody without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.